0: And the, uh where did I read the Toyota thing recently, too? MC was that La Hammer? <laughs> was it the Thinker, you ever, you the American Thinker, again. or was it Holy the Lord. Hill? God. Powerline? The Minneapolis Toyota head? oh, I bet it was on Drudge. I got I a Daily that. Mail.
1: What I've Ooh. previously read. That the uh, Toyota family is, uh, they must be GLers. I wish I liked Toyotas.
2: The Snopes uh, fact check goes back to 2009, so apparently it's been around. Yeah, it's been around. Long
3: time. Uh, I got frat and what today, Chrissy? Joe, you're loaded for bear today. You got frat, precision, golf show, and Sioux Falls development. Ken, uh, did you say you needed to check out early tomorrow, Kenny?
0: Have you guys ever done a sleep? Are we on the council? Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Damn. Oh, that doesn't matter. Have you guys ever done a sleep study? Yes. No, yes. I have not. Yes. Because I, I wouldn't fall asleep. Well, that's my fear. Um, they're going to give me equipment, and I have to bring it home to monitor, and then uh, they're going to send me back. Uh, I have to bring it back, and we're going to go from there. What do you got? My the My fear. Apnea? Well, it, it took me two hours to get to sleep last night. What's it going to take when I know that I'm being monitored? That's why I've never done one. I, I just stay away. How about, uh, yeah.
3: like, is, can someone talk that's actually done it recently? Yes, Chris, I'm okay. sorry. I'm so sorry. I did one, Kenny, about four years ago. They get you, and I don't know if it's going to be the same way with you, they send you home with the stuff, you get into a rhythm. It's actually not as difficult as they you they give might. you medicine? They give you some stuff, so it's not as difficult. At least they did for me.
2: Like heroin
3: or heavy Valium? (laughs) Go ahead, Johnny.
2: I did one in a building. They made me go to a building to do it. I had to stay there overnight. Well,
0: what I shouldn't admit this, but recently it's been so bad getting to sleep that, um, like last night, I took a hit of NyQuil. Sure. And I went down finally, you know, after two hours, (laughs) I I fell asleep and I slept all the way through. Huh. Well, I can't do that if I have sleep study
2: shit hooked oh, cool.
0: up to me. That's true.
2: true. Oh, is your uh, is this being recommended by oh. your cardiologist, or because that's that's oh, who yeah. recommended it for me after my operation? So, eight. Yeah, yeah, it is.
0: Yeah. And I'm I, I, I I'm canceling. I'm not going to do no. it. it. You know how much mine was?
2: Yeah, mine was fine. Oh, though, I didn't. Yeah, said, my dedu- my to health
0: pay. insurance deductible. Yeah. One of my visits was. Uh, five hundred some dollars and i have to pay like 390 of that because of my deductible so like, what the, and we're paying five six hundred bucks a month for health insurance hmm. don't get me started on health insurance
2: yeah you'd probably sound like a liberal at that
0: point i'd be you know oh uh, we should have free health care in this country
2: there you go see <laughs> they sounded like a liberal I'm, move, I'm moving to canada john i thought i was the liberal i'm very confused
0: Toyota, what, head? Toyota president? EVs.
4: All right, then. What was wrong with the other one? Okay. Was it making noise? After 10 years, yeah, we went down Monday morning and the floor was full of water. They rust out and fall apart and leak. My experience. This will the- be the third one. <coughs> I can't believe that. Mine on Goodrich, one day we heard something and then Max was barking at the basement door and I opened it up and the thing was hissy, Yep. shooting water out. We didn't have that. <clears throat> and then this other one that we just did a couple months ago was uh, gurgling.
1: This one should last until I die. Yeah, I
4: think
1: this is your last one. Because this one's stainless steel.
0: And didn't the Star Tribune did? They're doing everything but
4: their job, aren't they? Kenny, I feel like this is my job to talk to the mayor and soothe his um, nervousness. No, I'm talking about the city council, Matthew, not you guys. I got you.
0: That too. You missed a tirade, though, a microphone tirade where he actually turned into Celine Dion there for a few seconds. <laughs> I am not working under these conditions. <clears throat> All right. I think I, I think I'm ready, Joe. I'm ready. Oh, my natural ready? gas story. That must have been on Alpha, right?
4: Excuse me,
5: it's
0: not on alpha American experiment.
4: Entering the studio.
3: Philadelphia, Philadelphia city leaders are unveiling a new policy framework, Joe. It's the blueprint for a safer Philadelphia. Yeah. An entire section is dedicated to fighting institutional white racism. According to the plan, the crime rate will go down when there are less white teachers in Philadelphia and every teacher takes DEI training. Oh! want a bet? <clears throat>
0: At City Hall, Councilmember Curtis Jones handed over the blueprint for a safer Philadelphia to incoming Mayor Sherelle Parker. We
5: know we can use this to develop what we're going to refer to as our
0: action plan. Jones chairs the Committee on Public Safety and says in September, more than 140 stakeholders from the community developed public safety recommendations during a crime summit at St. Joseph's University. Not to point fingers at each other. But to point fingers at solutions.
5: The blueprint has over a hundred recommendations in education, poverty, health, and
3: beyond.
1: Is, is there more? More talks
3: about the DEI? I want to hear this on the show. That was uh, that was a Fox Local uh, news report. It only had forty seconds of the. Um,
0: it's not enough. So, before we launched into this natural gas minutes. Joe thing, you know it's. It's for new construction only, right? Right. Okay. I do have
3: the page that combats white institutional racism, if you'd like me to read that. Yeah, I would. Do you want to know the problem? You know, toilets are racist because they're white. The school-to-prison pipeline plays a prominent role in our school system. Teachers in low-income districts are not equipped with the proper diversity, equity, or inclusion training to break the institutional racism. Housing also plays a large role in discrimination and many are not aware they are able to file complaints with housing and urban development Joe. here's the solution. more teachers of color need to be hired to work in schools and administrative positions. All educational employees should attend anti-racism training focusing on unconscious bias and racism. And the next steps, so I'm glad you asked in addition to police officers, schools should hire, culturally competent social workers, legislators, and pol- political officials need to collaborate with schools and nonprofit what are, organizations. What are we doing here? That's enough, I don't, we don't
1: deal. We wow. might need that today, we might not. Frataloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Rolling. What? Rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1,231, January 24, 2024. Fifty-seven degrees was the high on this day in nineteen eighty one. And it was thirty-three below on this day in nineteen oh four.
3: Hail the flashlight, King. Hail
0: you! And now from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. It's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers,
1: Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course. Rookie, here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor Joe Susher. Before we begin, I'd like to put to rest the matter of the dead deer on White Bear Lake and what <laughs> might have killed it. Okay, all right, Bill Stein will weigh in, he lives up in Aiken i'm catching up on the podcast so i might be late to the party concerning the deer carcass on white bear lake the deer was most likely ravaged by coyotes or dogs and eagles the fact that there was uh that much of the carcass remaining rules out timber wolves. i have for many years had a hunting shack on 80 acres adjoining the rice lake federal refuge the middle of timberwolf central and have seen the remains of many wolf deer kills. All that is left on the snow is a few tufts of hair and a massive blood stain. Timber wolves are huge. Here's a picture from my trail cam. That is a big animal. Wow. That's a big animal.
4: Picture is a big animal. We
1: also have cougars up here. A friend of mine was taken by our game warden to see a deer killed by a cougar. It took them a few hours before they were able to return to the scene. And when they arrived, there was a kill and there were five dead coyotes at the cougar displaced, I'm sorry, dispatched for moving them, for moving in on his kill. All right. So uh, I think we can put to rest the idea that wolves were involved at White Bear Lake. They were not. Apparently wolves can even eat the bones.
0: Well, let's be clear about something. That was your idea. Nobody here on the program or anybody else considered it being wolves. It was me. It was me. I'm a idiot. And I was, well, you just, yeah, I guess
1: so. And uh, a <laughs> follow-up to Lisa from the UP on her sensibilities regarding how she should handle Oh right. her uh, her emotions given this warm winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, hail the flashlight king.
0: Hail hail you. you.
1: Please allow me to weigh in regarding Lisa the Upers letter yesterday after spending a half dozen or so winters in the western UP, mostly in Gogabik County, which is west of Ontonoggin County. Not in Ontonagin. That's how you say that. Is it Kokabick? I don't Kokebic, know. Isn't it? I, I don't know. I know it's Ontonoggin. I needed a break from the hundreds of inches of lake effect snow, so I moved to Kuchiching County, Minnesota winter is great in moderation and you don't have to shovel the cold air so minnesota is better for me by the way i just wanted to mention those counties because they're fun to say (laughs) some of us are loving this easy winter because we work outside i am a forester in the up i had to wear snowshoes to do my job five days a week six months a year this year well i'm not even sure where they are right now and that's a nice break I'll finish by saying the deer population in northern Minnesota and the UP could use a break. So please advise Lisa and all snow country GLers to enjoy this winter guilt free. Chances are we'll be back to normal next year. Keep pushing back. Nick Ronning now residing in one of the B counties. Uh, B counties would be Becker, Beltrami, Benton, Big Stone, Blue Earth, and Brown. All right. So Got he's it. in one of those counties. Now on to, uh, we're just loaded with the collapse of the country today. We're just loaded with the collapse of the country. That's promising. It's not, it's uh, dreadful. And uh, many of us are shaking our heads, wondering what has happened to the human race. Uh, Channel 5 Eyewitness News had a piece last night in which we literally, uh, those of us watching the 10 o'clock news, watched a prisoner die in custody well, two employees of Hennepin County stood there like morons.
0: I, I don't, maybe I'm overstating this, but I want to see the same outrage over this death that we did for George Floyd. This guy died in custom, uh, custody begging for his life while they just stood there. It, it, it was
1: It was disheartening to the 10th degree.
0: It was shocking, Joe.
1: Uh, The family, of the the fellow who died is a kid named, a kid, young guy named Lucas Bellamy. And the family of Lucas Bellamy held a news conference yesterday. Among them were Lucas's father, Louis Bellamy. Uh, I did not know this about Louis Bellamy, but he's the founder of the Penumbra Theater. They were also joined by attorney Jeff Storms, who was involved in bringing about civil lawsuits on behalf of George Floyd's and Dante Wright's families. Storms said the lawsuit focuses on the deliberate indifference and wrongful death of Lewis Bellamy. And if you if you saw this, it, you were as I I couldn't believe what I was watching. Mm. Uh, footage played during the news conference showed Bellamy crawling on his hands and knees while a Hennepin County jail guard and a nurse stood over him. This was at night on July 20, 2022. There was no sound in the video, but medical documentation showed that Lucas was begging staff to bring him to a doctor and that he was in pain after ingesting drugs before his arrest. Despite re- repeated requests throughout the night Lucas was not taken to the hospital or was he not, and he was not taken to the jail's emergency department. Storms also pointed out that while the nurse checked his vitals, she did not take his temperature. Doing so might have alerted jail staff to the seriousness of his condition since he died of peritonitis, inflammation of the abdominal lining. Ooh. He had a hole in his intestine. <laughs> Louis Bellamy, Bellamy, the dad, spoke on the pain of watching his son suffer. I made a living uh, as a theater director. I know how to construct tragedy on stage, Louis Bellamy said. I can honestly tell you, I could not have built anything more callous, more disrespectful to human existence than what I witnessed on that tape. More footage, time stamped at 1.30 a.m. on July 21. 2022, the same night, showed Lucas calling jail staff again to alert them to his pain. Lucas reportedly said, help me, help me. My stomach hurts really bad. Uh, Let me turn the page because it's very important. Medical records show the nurse gave him drugs such as visceral, Zofran, Imodium, and Melox. although some of the meds spilled on the floor when Lucas was too weak to swallow them. And I, I don't know if those drugs would have helped him or not. I don't know. Jail staff re- returned again at 3 a.m., but still refused to take him to see a doctor, despite him displaying signs of agony
0: while he was on the floor in the fetal position. And, Joe, a previous doctor for HCMC had told them that he'd be returned to the emergency department for any new concerning symptoms. So they were under... Strict orders to bring him back if anything like this happened.
1: He was, was declared the- dead at one seventeen p.m. July twenty-one, with the cause of death listed as peritonitis due to perforation of his small intestine. I, I, uh, I, uh, I, 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 I can link this to larger declines of moral and ethical integrity. Hmm. Uh, we seem to be falling apart. I mean, lately, for example, I don't know if this is a legitimate link, but we've noticed uh, airplanes
0: with trouble. Oh, I'm so glad you brought this up.
1: Physical trouble, wheels falling off, uh, plugs flying off the fuselage. And it's too early to say that that's the result of slovenly Workmanship, but what in God's name is happening uh, to normal, conventional, resolute disciplines? Hmm. If if you are a nurse in the jail and you're a guard in the jail, aren't you entrusted to preserve life? Right. What 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 is happening
3: here? We've been sorry. We've been seeing that decay
0: over a number of years. I mean, at least I have. Haven't you guys? Listen to a podcast earlier today where a guy spent a bunch of time um, um, on airplanes over the weekend. One flight was delayed because there was too much fuel in one wing and not enough in the other. Another flight was delayed because they had to take hydraulic fluid out because it had been overfilled. Just backing up what Such said about the airlines.
1: Yeah, and it's a weak link, but it, it just springs to mind because they've but, so been so prominent in the news lately. But no matter what field of life we look at, exactly, there's decline. It's yeah, across the board. I, you know? I'm tempted to jump all over the board here, let, let, and I will because I can, I can keep it all together. I can tie it together. Uh, the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute in Boston is Harvard's teaching hospital. Okay. You with me so far? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's retracting six papers and seeking to correct dozens more by four of its top researchers, including the hospital's CEO, COO, and two program directors. All four of the implicated scientists have faculty appointments at Harvard Medical School. So Harvard just ousted its president as a serial plagiarist. Yes. Uh, The new co-chair of its anti-Semitism task force is a virulent Israel hater. And now its med school big shots have allegedly been faking their research in a cancer hospital. The fake data was only detected by an amateur outsider on a crusade against academic fraud. I'm reading from the New York Post. Even now, the Institute is conducting an internal review debating the professor's intent to deceive.
0: That's all I have on it. You want to talk about Fauci and everything he told us? No. And that has now been retracted? You don't want to go down that road? Well,
1: I don't have it in front of me. All right. Well, I do want to talk about, because I think it's it can be tied to this, I want to talk about Angie Craig. Oh, boy. Is she fighting for us? No, Why? No. What? This is a piece from Alpha News written by Luke Sprinkle. That's a funny name. Yes, it. it
4: is. Mr. Sprinkle.
1: Well, he's got a hell of a piece here. You're not going to read it in the Star Tribune. You're not going to read it in the Pioneer Press. And I read it. I read it thoroughly, and I tried to be... Uh, Neutral, and I failed miserably to be neutral. In a letter released this week, Representative Angie Craig, she's a Democrat from Minnesota, voiced support for a proposed Biden administration uh, fund defunding pro-life pregnancy centers. Referring to the centers as crisis pregnancy, crisis pregnancy centers, uh, Craig joined uh, others in uh, wishing to restrict the flow of federal tax dollars to pro-life pregnancy centers she attacked craig attacked the pregnancy centers saying they fraudulently uh provide one of the most valuable and difficult moments of their lives by presenting themselves uh, and the printer failed me miserably i apologize uh, and according to Craig, women are exposed to biased counseling and misinformation at these centers.
0: You need to get that line in. Presenting themselves as legitimate reproductive health care clinics offering medical services. Go ahead. Well,
1: it doesn't sound like they're being deceptive to me. They're, they're trying to convince people to choose life. Mom comes in. She's pregnant here's a facility that would encourage you to have the child. I don't identify But we don't it. want to give any federal money to a facility that would encourage you to have and care for the child, and we'll help you with that. If you make this choice, we'll help you with that. No, we want to take all federal money away from such a facility. Jesus <laughs> H. Christ, and that is a prayer.
0: Okay. What is going on? we live in a time where one of the most difficult horrific decisions something that's going to affect you and the more people your child possible child for the rest of your it's a tough tough decision and we've politicized it we're arguing about it
1: well i would argue that it's not a tough decision at all
0: it joe it is well, for, for it,
1: some people it is it's,
0: it's a goddamn tough decision to choose an abortion It's probably the toughest decision. I thought
1: you meant meant pregnancy is a tough decision. And
0: when you have to choose that, it's a decision you have to live with the rest of your life. Even though that pregnancy may have resulted in the mother's death and definitely the child's death. Help me with this paragraph. In reality,
1: pro-life pregnancy centers provide a variety of essential services to women, families, and children born and unborn. In Minnesota. In, right? Yeah. In, Pro-life yep. pregnancy centers, such as First Care Pregnancy Center, offer free pregnancy...
0: Testing, ultrasounds, SD, STD testing, adoption services, prenatal class, classes.
1: Prenatal yeah. classes, parenting education, counseling services, and clothes and diapers.
0: Yeah. All...
4: How, how so can you, you things... don't
1: want them... We can pay... We can pay for everything under the sun. We'll find money for a four year old kid to transition. But we sure as hell aren't going to provide any money. Yeah. We're not going to provide any money yeah. to tell a woman, you got a tough choice here, lady. We're here to help you. Here's what we can do for you. Right. We're not going to give them any money. They're coming this country is. This country is getting
0: rotten to the core, it's rotting. Hmm. At its core, it's rotting. Tell, tell me it's not evil, Joe. That's that's straight up evil. You know she won't come on with
1: us. None of these frauds want to come on and hear the truth. We're not that far from. The prisoner in agony, dying on the floor. Uh, We saw that on the news, by the way. You can see his final collapse behind the bars of his door. You can see him slumped to the floor, and it's over for him while these two idiots are standing there. It's not that far from Harvard faking cancer research. It's certainly not that far from Angie Craig apparently out front in positioning the federal government to withdraw funding from anybody who would actually tell you we're here to help you with your pregnancy
3: isn't though that the 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 standards being lowered everything like that aren't aren't we now seeing the copy and paste generation basically growing up they're now adults with with jobs and kids
0: and things of that nature how far away are we from um billboards, and TV commercials promoting the advantages of abortions. That's where I feel like we're headed.
1: You're not far away at
0: all. Mm -hmm. And and Chris, you've got to be, there's got to be, you've got to be, it's right in there somewhere. It's the non-feeling, no- Sense of personal responsibility or cred—I I know what it is.
1: The he's sho- on the right
0: track. The
1: social contract has been broken. Yeah, it's broken. That's
0: that's
4: the, the final piece.
0: What I think what Revers is saying is they're bereft of soul and conscience. Yeah, because right.
3: I I know a guy who, and I'm not going to out him. He openly bragged. Yeah, he, he got great grades in college. He said, "I never t- studied once." I copied and stole everything I ever did. He's got a good job and he does well, but he he fully admits. But the social contract compels an individual in
1: an individual a responsibility for your fellow humans. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's what the social mm-hmm. and contract this particular
3: is. person has that. Okay. If a if a guy fell on the subway tracks, he'd jump down and help that person.
1: But the social contract compels in an individual the responsibility to care for your fellow human beings. And that social contract is broken and we're led by a political class for whom the contract is broken.
0: You're right about that jailer and that nurse. I hope they're fired. They. They looked like they were PO'd because they were missing a TV show or something. Like they they were pissed off that they were being bothered by this guy. They didn't even stoop over to help him out. She just leaned why down and gave they, him a pill.
4: Given those orders, why? I wonder what they're... That's, that's what
0: we're trying to figure out, Matthew. Well, what the hell? How do you not help somebody in that much pain? How do you just stand there and watch them die? Well, at the
1: very least, why don't you hit a alarm and call a doctor?
0: Are you so used to seeing overdoses and the dregs of society and dirtbags and scumballs that you're just so hardened that you can't care anymore? I, I don't want to think that,
3: Kenny. What I thought when I saw the video was they think he's faking it. Yeah, that's the reaction yeah. I had when I saw that. God, yeah, I think I'm cynical. You're far more cynical than I am. I, I, you are right, but that's, I guess, that's the re- initial
0: reaction. That I, I think had. that's in there too. I, I think that's legitimate. It's a disturbing video. Yeah, I, I couldn't watch the whole thing.
1: Well, as part of the breakdown of the social contract. It would logically follow that what also breaks down is the respect for life. Yep. I mean, you can drive yourself crazy every day reading the newspaper. And we do. And tally up the incredible ways that people are dying.
0: Hmm. Preventable deaths. Well, I got a fever.
4: What's a prescription? Don't go to prison.
1: More golf. The 2024 Minnesota golf show is fast approaching. It's Feb 9 through Feb 11 at the Minneapolis Convention Center. We're there Feb 9. I can't wait. Noon to 1.30. And I want to give you a deal on a ticket. Tickets for GLers are just five bucks this week. Go to... MNgolfshow.com. Use the promo code GL and you're going to get a $5 ticket. You can use any day during the golf show, but why not use it on the day we're there and come and see us? Uh, You can get PGA teaching professional lessons. You can try out the newest equipment, shop for great uh, shirts and gloves. I get all my gloves there, man. They're cheap. They're cheap. You get a deal. That's right. (laughs) You can take your chance at sinking a $100,000 putt. Plus so much more, but mostly what it does is put you in mind of spring. How far away can spring be if you're putting for a hundred grand? Not far at all. (laughs) Because in real life, in the summer, Mm -hmm. I never want to putt for that much.
3: But I will at the golf show. I I sank the long putt. I sank the long putt one year. At the golf show? I did. Did you get a hundred grand? No, I wasn't eligible. Why? Well you get entered into it. And I I said I'll just,
4: I just did he just did it. Well, I'm, I'm signing up
3: for it. I'm a team player. Anyway, go to uh, go to Mn what is it? Mn
1: MNGolfshow.com. dot com. Mn dot com. Go use the promo code GL get a five dollar ticket. Good for the golf show, Feb nine through the eleventh at the Minneapolis Convention Center.
3: Joe, remember when we went golfing? Yep. I think that
1: was the beginning of the end for me.
3: You know what, Reeves? Not a lot of guys bring a garbage bag. Showed of up balls. with a
1: bleeping Ziploc bag full
4: of used golf balls.
3: <laughs> she even said, she goes, why are you bringing that? I said, to get Joe going. Right, the
4: mark. He is the mark. <laughs>
3: it worked. Yeah, like a charm, usually does. That was fun. We got to do that again. Go up the Dutch's where Johnny and I can party with the air conditioning and fireplace on. Well, I think we can talk about this on the council.
1: Uh, I don't think the council would be made privy to anything. I'm getting uh, uh, quite a bit of uh, conversation from the people running the uh, Gull Lake Boat Show. Really? And, And this September at Gull Lake will be the national convention of the antique and classic boat society if you're in the boat world that's a big big deal put this 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 in terms
3: is this world series super bowl yes this is is the
1: super bowl of antique boating cool but
3: that has that's not us that uh, it's me personally
1: i love that
0: but it's the show has no relationship you need to use your bully pulpit to get the younger generation interested in these boats kenny's right no, but
3: GLers,
1: GLers are, are not accustomed to us. Uh, you know, it's it's bad enough we do some of the things we do. No, but
3: I see, that's where I disagree with you. GLers are interested in stuff we're interested in, especially you. I could get quite a few of the boys to start their engines, which would give people quite a thrill. True. <laughs> Bigger question. Will you be buying dinner at Bar Harbor? <laughs>
1: Johnny Allen, we're coming. Uh why don't you just why don't you not put that camel in front of the horse yet or whatever? <laughs> That's camel the straw in the
4: front of
2: the horse the
4: what? Straw that broke the bar harbor back. Something <laughs> like that. Anyway,
1: anyway, <laughs> I'm right. in I'm, you know
3: who's who's the point
1: man? Big John. Okay. He's on the uh, board of directors
0: of the local.
3: Oh, is that the email he wanted? Uh, he, he's gotcha. on the board of directors I, of the local class.
0: Can I bring these nuts up? Yeah. We can get in the boat parade <laughs> can with he these nuts.
1: Bring up the pontoon. Yeah. If you did it, if you brought the pontoon, I'd I'd campaign.
3: It's dragging string of cans behind. It.
0: I've got a I've got a semi air horn on that thing. Oh. You can hear it for about twenty miles and away. The only
1: way I'd ride on it is if we all wore the collar life jackets, the oh, big yes. orange
0: collar. Life <laughs> my that's my probably advice. I'm not a strong swimmer. That's that's probably advised. Kenny, we
3: yeah. got to get the Dukes of Hazard one on there too.
0: What you really love about it? It's like, um, like having a, almost a James Bond type of boat because of the blue haze from the two-stroke. <laughs> nobody can, nobody behind you can actually see
4: you. <laughs> is Bar Harbor where I wouldn't let Patrick yes through or yeah. sit or whatever? Why is this I, chair not moving? <laughs> I
0: did buy a used Bimini top that I'm going to be putting on this spring. Okay.
3: And he thought by rattling the chair, that would get the guy next to our table to move forward, not knowing <laughs> it was Rookie. God. What hey, is going buddy, on why are here, you man? not moving? I'm, I'm signaling to you that there is no room for key. my chair. Let's go here. Are you ready? Yeah. Who's Rook, got something? Rook, here's what I need from you. Kenny, I just need uh, a, a foam today. Rook, I need one from from you here, either zero res or Masonic, please.
4: I'll do zero res. Zero res. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. Rolling. Oh, still mad. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. Oh yeah. This is smooth, man. You know what else is smooth? Zero Res. They come over to your house, have their professional cleaning equipment, get out the road. do the job. Yep, everything, and they get out. They guarantee you don't have their to bring work. the carpet to them. You do not have. To, that's that's a beauty of Zero Res. Yeah. Some carpet cleaning companies they make you bring hey, your carpet. Roll to that them. thing up and get it over here. Let's go. Uh, Zero Res doesn't play that way. How do I know? Well, because I've read some of the 17,000 reviews, I see their 4.9 rating on Google. And I've also witnessed how professional they are and what a great job they do because I'm also a client. Zero Res, 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z, get three rooms zero resified this month, starting at just 119 bucks, that dirt and dander hiding in your air ducts this month takes 75 bucks off when you get your air duct zero res clean, but you need to ask for the rookie GL special. They are very special, by the and the do it yourselfers. Those machines are not as effective as Zero Res because I've used some of those machines before. Learning about Zero Res, ZeroResMinnesota.com. That's ZeroResMinnesota.com or nine five two Z E R O R E Z. Ask for the rookie special. Help alleviate some of those allergies or asthma. That's why you get your air ducts clean. Zero Resify it nine five two Z E R O R E Z. Spelled forwards or backwards. it's spelled the same zero res
1: because the city councils the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings are essentially useless in actually running a city uh we have uh we have it's now official that nine members of the minneapolis city council have voted to support a resolution calling for ceasefire in gaza what about the nine council members calling for a ceasefire in Minneapolis. No
3: doubt.
1: What? How about they call for a ceasefire in carjackies? How about they call for a ceasefire in mugging? The crime How about they is call down, for a ceasefire uh, I don't know in you. Uh, High school fights. Yep.
4: You haven't seen the way the statistics. so crime is down, Joel.
1: Yeah, well, they changed the definition of crime. You can you can get the crime down if you don't call it a crime. Well, that's kind of, that's <laughs> convenient. <laughs> These uh, people are absolutely useless to the, to the functioning of the city of Minneapolis. They're useless. None of them have a background in anything except being activists. None of them. And now they're uh, patting themselves on the back because they're calling for a ceasefire in Gaza. No. Call for a ceasefire on the streets of Minneapolis. How's that? Mm-hmm. How I can much just time? keep going with one
0: piece after another <laughs> showing the decline of this country. Joe, how much time did they waste on this?
1: Well, Kenny, let's see if they... they I think uh, I
0: read it was three, four hours. Didn't uh, I read something like that? Oh, oh, they, oh, to they, also,
1: they also want to end U.S. military funding to Israel. Do they yeah. have that
3: kind of power?
0: No.
1: Oh. They think they do. I see. Uh, what did we get for time on this? The meeting was packed, and some of the crowd was left to listen and watch from an overflow room. The decision drew both cheers and jeers on the issue the council is tackling at the start of the year. Never mind Forget it. the problems running your city. <laughs> it's a humanitarian crisis, said longtime counselor Andrea Jenkins, who voted in favor, I believe, as human beings on the planet. We have to stand up against the injustice whenever and wherever it is. Fine, Andrea, you have enough injustice in Minneapolis to worry about.
0: Do they say anything about acknowledging the fact that Jews are, in fact, human beings? No, they do not. Oh. So did anybody actually come out and say they should eradicate uh, the entire Jewish population uh, of the that, world? That might
1: have come from the peanut gallery, I don't know. They. Uh, this is happening in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, Ann Arbor. Uh, it's happening in uh, Hastings, for God's sakes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, where I think they're doing it in Hastings just out of board, uh, boredom. Uh, <laughs> I looked up the meetings of their minutes, and uh, I, I don't blame them. They're, they're they're pretty bored. There's nothing going on in Hastings. My gal Latricia
1: Vita, did not vote for this. She represents the city's north side, and she should see, And she, she said se- she sells she seashells. seashells. The she, shore? she says she'll work to address the area's own gun violence. Fix potholes and snow removal, if and when it falls. There's that's a, a city councilor. Yeah, that's yes. sure the Uh I'm going to take this time to focus on the issues that face my ward," said Vita. One council member abstained from voting, and there were several amendments made to the resolution. If the mayor vetoes it Thursday, it appears there are enough votes. At least from yesterday's meeting, that could override that, perhaps starting a new year off more contentious than collaborative. Uh, I'm doing my best to try and bring some level, even handedness and fairness to the process. But I'm only one person, said Andrea Jenkins. You're all useless, Andrea, including you.
0: Fry. Uh, Fry here is he, useless. No, well, he's a Jew. Well, that's true. Uh, right. I just wonder if he has any balls. What he what he needs to do is stand up, veto this, tell those people to sit down and shut up and do their jobs. That's what he needs to do. Well, Trisha, I'd be really interested in... Mayor. Wouldn't it be interesting oh, to talk to Emily Kosky, Joe, because she, she abstained and didn't speak, and she will not discuss why. Mm-hmm. It'd be fun to hear from her. Do
1: you recall a state trooper being dragged by a car earlier, well, late last year, mm-hmm. Uh, and then ultimately that trooper shot the motorist? Yeah. Yep. Well, the Hennepin County Attorney's Office announced today, right? Yes, today at 11 a.m. This morning.
0: this morning, yep.
1: Uh, After months of reviewing the case, it is charging Trooper Ryan Londegren with second-degree murder, first-degree assault, and second-degree manslaughter for the shooting that killed Ricky Cobb II. A A critical component of the work of the Minnesota State Patrol is engaging with drivers during motor vehicle stops, Mary Moriality said in announcing the decision, adding that Londegren didn't follow training. Minnesota Department of Public Safety previously said a state patrol trooper saw a Ford Fusion without any taillights traveling on I-94 near Lowry Avenue South uh, back in July. It was about 1.50 a.m. The trooper pulled the driver over. He learned that the driver, identified as Cobb, was wanted by Ramsey County law enforcement for a felony level violation. You got this so far? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Troopers tried to detain Cobb, but he refused to get out of his vehicle. Then as troopers tried to remove Cobb from the vehicle, he started driving away. A trooper then fired his gun, striking Cobb. After his vehicle stopped a short distance away, troopers provided aid to Cobb. In fact, they provided more aid to Cobb than the two people provided the uh, fellow who died in Hennepin County Jail. Uh, he died at the scene. Cobb's mother, of course, filed a formal complaint with the Board of Peace Officer Standards, stating that uh, or alleging that Cobb was not armed and didn't pose any threat to the troopers and that the troopers did not follow use of force laws. That's all we have on this. It's just breaking, but he's going to be charged with murder. You're getting to the point where why would a
3: trooper stop anybody? Yeah, and that's what will result from this. Why in God's name
1: at 1.50 a.m. would a trooper on a July night stop any car without its taillights? Why would they? Why would they? Well, they've been tasked with keeping the public safe and, hey, fella, you need taillights in the middle of the night. And then only to discover, oh, you're Ricky Cobb. There's a felony warrant out for you in Ramsey County,
3: at which point he drives away. Trish has a good idea. Um, we should start keeping score with Mary Moriality. Anyone keeping score for charging against law enforcement and charging actual criminals? That's a hell of an idea.
0: He He wasn't armed. Why did I think he was?
2: I think didn't they find a, a pistol in the back seat or something? In the car somewhere, I thought there was a pistol. Yeah, so did I. Not not on him, but uh, indefinitely in the car.
1: And it's no longer, it no longer works in this country. And I submit to you, it's, a, it's the result of, of a tributary of DEI. It no longer works for us as white people or black people who want to address this. It no longer works to say, Ricky, why don't you obey what the trooper is telling you to do? That doesn't work anymore in this country. And that's, that's not good enough. That's, he's, he's oppressed. The trooper's an oppressor.
4: So the oppressed get to just do the oppressed the, hell they
1: don't, want. the oppressed do not have to stop.
4: After he's been convicted of a felony. He he lost the benefit of the doubt.
1: Well, I don't know if he was convicted of a felony. He was wanted on a felony warrant. Okay. But but the point is, we used to live in a country where when the cops stopped you. You said, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Now, the country has a checkered history with black motorists in those situations. No doubt. But black motorists in those situations today are better served, just as anyone is better served, by saying, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Well, Ricky doesn't want to go to jail on the
3: felony warrant. So he isn't going to stop for a lousy taillight infraction. Wasn't that the same case with Dante Wright? Yeah. He was being, or he was stopped because of the infraction or whatever. The, the, the. Did we ever put up a memorial
1: uh, to the kid Dante Wright killed? I don't think we did.
0: No, we did not. By the know, way, I Brooklyn Park um, yeah. shot down, the city council in Brooklyn Park shot down a resolution and a law um, that would have really changed things up there on who you can and cannot pull over and for what reasons.
1: I don't think I can get away with disobeying the trooper.
0: No. Nor do
1: I intend to, nor do I want to. He's got his gig, I got mine. Does that you stop fall me, into the what's so- wrong?
3: <clears throat> Does that fall into the social contract? Yes. To a certain degree? Yes.
0: There was a firearm in the uh, vehicle. It was uh, recovered on the floor behind the center console, which means at one point it was either in his possession or up on the center console. And reachable. Right. And if you try to say that he drove away because he was worried about the police doing harm, isn't it ironic that he would have lived? They wouldn't have done harm. These are state patrol officers. They have wouldn't have hurt him. They would have They would have checked his pockets. They would have cuffed him. They would have put him in the back and brought him down. Uh, Sorry, downtown. Ricky,
5: you're going
1: back to Ramsey yeah. County. But now he's dead.
0: Mm-hmm. So you can't and, use that and, bullshit and the excuse. Copper, the troopers charged with murder. Right, after he, they were dragged yep. because he refused to follow orders. We're living in an upside-down world. We really, really are.
1: It's happening all around us, this collapse of moral and ethical integrity, the collapse of the social contract. Let's defund centers where women can go and talk about possibly not having an abortion. Let's defund that.
0: You should explore all your options uh, under those circumstances. I remember at the time when we were discussing this, we were wondering how troopers could possibly disable a vehicle or pull in front of it or what steps they could have taken to uh, prevent this guy from fleeing. And I witnessed, um, and I don't know if this is a result of the Ricky Cobb stop, but I witnessed something this morning where they were after a guy that had fled a crash and uh, they had one trooper behind him and they were on a cloverleaf loop and one trooper uh, pulled out in front of him. So they Mm -hmm. did box him in and that was interesting to see. It worked rather well. Serious question.
4: Here I am. Here we are.
1: Won't, at the very least, won't troopers think twice about pulling somebody over at 1 a.m.
0: for a busted taillight? They won't admit to it, but I'll bet you, yes, I bet you they will. And do you blame them? Oh, God, no. No.
3: It- to the point where no. even Hans just asked this, at what point will troopers and other law enforcement just say, stage a walkout, say, all right, fine, you're on your own. But it'll never come to that. But it's an interesting hypothetical because I guarantee all of them are fed up with this. You're seeing that with the enrollment numbers. They're all down across the state, if not across the country. The trooper is going to say, screw it, I'm going home. And then what? If that then driver then goes and hits somebody, who's going to be blamed? The well, trooper for not stopping that?
1: Well, I, I hate to be I hate to be nefarious, but there would be no record of the trooper failing to have stopped that. Yeah, I, I guess, guess the actually there with- is.
0: Actually, there is. How? Joe, oh. uh, they have license plate identification things that just automatically go right to dispatch. They have cameras. Uh, the technology is so improved that y- yeah, they will. No, you misunderstand
1: me. If uh, if a trooper is driving down 94 near Broadway in Minneapolis at one in the morning, and a car goes whizzing by him without taillights and the trooper
3: doesn't give chase or do anything, that trooper would never be identified. Here's why you're wrong. Oh
0: uh, yeah, look you're what wrong. happened
3: huh. with John Thompson's kid. What was the initial comeback? Why didn't some? Why didn't a cop stop him? before he plowed into that minivan full of those five girls and killed and them. And then if a cop stopped him, Thompson would have bitched about that.
0: Correct. It's yeah. the license plate identification technology that has changed everything.
2: But if We're you're, if, like Joe said, if you're a cop and you see that and you just let the car go, nobody's the wiser except the cop. Nobody's ever...
0: There's a case up in my area a bunch of years ago where a state patrol um, trooper was driving at a high rate of speed, but he was not um, involved in the chase or he didn't have a good excuse for it. He passed another trooper that was coming at him um, and those two computers got, got my guy in trouble. And um, I'll tell you the details off the air because I don't want to to mention his name.
1: What are you, computers up there? What do you got, 1959? No, it's the State computers? Patrol, you jackass. Oh, oh. It's <laughs> your tax dollars. Yeah. Oh, oh, maybe they don't have this problem in Sioux Falls. <laughs> I'm serious. Uh, so many factors uh, influence a decision to move to Sioux Falls. You can't tell me the climate of the Twin Cities isn't one of those factors. Not to mention taxes. Sioux Falls has available buildings. They have build-ready sites. You take your company there, you get it up and running fast. Okay. Any size company can make more money in Sioux Falls area because you're not going to get taxed to death and regulated to death. Go to Sioux Falls Development. That's one word, SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. Minnesota companies, just like yours, have considered the future and they've expanded or relocated to Sioux Falls. They probably got a, you know what they probably have in Sioux Falls? Or a got, symphony. Yeah, see? Or an
4: opera. They got her.
1: They got that stuff. Those companies that move there, you know what their employees end up with? Short commutes. Safer streets. Quality of life excellence. Join them and discover productive people. Affordable land. reduced red tape. Fewer taxes. Higher profits. Think it over. 2024 could be the time to make your move to Sioux Falls. Find out everything you need to know at SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. Not a garage logic town council member. Here's what you're missing. I'm it's at intense. that
0: point in the season where I'm convinced the NFL's rigged. I am so glad you brought that up. Here's <laughs> what's going to happen. I'm telling you right now. This is what the NFL ordered, and this is what the NFL is going to get. They're going to get Taylor's team versus the Detroit's. Taylor's team is going to lose in the Super Bowl. That's what they're going to get. That's your Super Bowl right there. Yeah, but Taylor can't be at the Super Bowl this year. Why is that, it's, Joe?
3: I Swifties. believe
0: her tour takes her to
1: South. Oh, she, oh, no, you know that,
2: She's in Tokyo. I just read Radio. it. Because yeah. I got people in
1: the house that have <laughs> completely ruined football by <laughs> having watched it. <laughs> now, however, everything. go
3: behind the scenes of Garage Logic with unfiltered audio and video access, invites to exclusive events, an emailed newsletter from the mayor himself,
1: and more by signing up at GarageLogic.com.
3: Yeah, to turn it to silent. Um, why don't I turn you to silence? It
0: will not be silence. Oh. <laughs> wow. So this trooper, and I'm still not going to use his name, hauling ass just for the hell of it. Another trooper's on coming right at him. Trooper didn't the other trooper didn't pull him over or anything, but the computer registered everything. Everything went to the home base. So the Minnesota State Patrol had to act. They had to do something. They turned themselves in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm and this guy was placed on something something he was secret probation yeah basically he was still allowed to go to work but they removed some of his duties which i actually think he found
1: as a relief i think one of the greatest remaining unexplained ufo encounters was that trooper in northwest minnesota
0: but this trooper in question is a guy i've gotten to know he is so cool what a great great guy All he does is help people. That's all these guys, these men and women do, these troopers. They just babysit us, protect us from ourselves.
1: It's just amazing. This guy's going to be charged with murder. Yeah. Lonogrid. Didn't we have him on at the fair? Why does that Uh, name
0: ring a bell? No. You're the archive. No, we had Langer. We had Langer. Yeah. Matt Langer.
1: I was an L. I was yeah.
0: close. Yeah. The L word. Name all the L troopers. <laughs> uh, Lance <laughs> Alworth, Larson, <laughs> Larry, Lefty,
3: Lenny Dykstra,
1: Lolly Bob,
3: Lolly Bob.
0: Uh, can you put me off for another break, Chris?
3: I sure can, Kenny. Rook, let's go to John. Let's, I got so much to do, but that's great. Let's do Masonic here. John, when you get to your midway point, please don't forget North American Banking Company.
2: Wait, you, you mix two things up there. What do I do at the midway point?
3: Well, I throw it to me. Okay. And please don't, for, please don't forget yeah. North American Banking Company like you did yesterday.
2: I, John's mean, got a I did it Tucker yesterday. I'll oh. bet you $1,000 if you listen to that, I did it.
3: Yeah, he
1: did. I remember it. $1,000. Right. I'm backing up height. I remember him doing it. Yes,
2: How much I money. do, Joe. Thank do, you. Do
3: you, you got it. that in cash on you right now?
2: Uh, I'll go to the bank right after the. you, Van Moid. I'll run it over there. Don't be doing any editing there, Larry. Nope, I'm not. We'll be saving that stuff, Larry. <laughs> yeah.
1: the information beacon of Minnesota presents. We just had this. This takes forever. Here, here we go. All All right. Right. Up to the Minnesota. We're not on the second half. Five-time winner of the Gopher
2: News Talk
3: Award. Now with now. all the news fit to broadcast here's
2: john height turn it up baby you want to see my gopher news hawks fellas yes, yes. okay uh you gotta pay move. me first let's go sports first this one quick yesterday? sports note we will find oh, out yes i, I did joe mau i owe you a thousand dollars i'll take realize. it in cash geez
1: wow. i thought you did john i did too well it's been the previous you must be thinking of monday you ready yeah who's got some
4: rook are you done with your little science experiment? No, I have to throw this away first. To see Jeez. If I make it.
1: Every bleeping day, you I gotta do. I mean,
4: d- why do I drink? Uh,
3: I mean. Oh, God, help me. I can't believe how bad you are at throwing oh. a
4: bottle in the You can't garbage. even
3: make it to the waste bathroom. two now. and a half feet from
4: you. It's tough. I wore out my arm teaching Joe Maurer how to throw a baseball, okay? I didn't help him with his hitting.
2: Joe Maher's right-handed. You're left-handed, Rick. Damn it. Can I ask you
0: something, Matthew? Thanks, <clears throat> Do us a favor. Oh, yeah.
2: The next time that we,
0: as a show, come in contact with Joe, could you not bring up whatever it is that you always bring up with him? Find something oh, else to a, pasture him about. That's, that's some football game. They, play when
4: they played Eden Prairie. Yeah. They don't want to hear about yeah. it. Yeah. we have run.
0: That one's. That one's played out. you got to find something new.
4: Do you want to hear me uh, about tell you about the show? Uh, I want to do the
0: show. Tell right? him that um, only sissies in Minnesota don't play hockey. Okay. I want to hear about his hockey career.
4: I wonder if he can skate. I guarantee you probably would have been the best, best hockey probably, player. Yeah, probably, his best. probably. It's like hat trick you know, <laughs> right. every week. He played yeah. basketball, didn't he? Still of- my favorite pick. Find Joe Maurer in this Jimmy Lee Rec Center picture. Oh, funny. Four, he's the only white guy. Fifteen
1: <laughs> black kids and Mauer standing over him.
4: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> we ready? Yeah. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe now. Can I
1: say something before John's news?
0: Oh, Kenny's ass. Oh I'm sorry. I thought we were gonna give me uh Kenny I met rookies Russell. ad. Go ahead and say something.
1: I'll work <laughs> now, uh, among his other crudities, Trump is a sore winner.
2: Yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? He's
1: not very right. He, he's he, a sore winner.
4: Yes. Very weird.
1: I mean, he beats Haley last night yep. and then he ends up just using all his time at the podium to bitch about Haley. Even though all that. the
4: Republican
0: voters there weren't actually Republican voters. But, yeah, but whatever. He's a sore winner. Isn't that weird? Is really you know what else weird. you know what I found glaring? The fact that Biden won on write-in votes yeah. over <laughs> over. Phillips. Phillips.
3: (laughs) I really wish you guys had waited because I have audio from the president about that very thing. Well, we'll get to it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Chris. But
4: right now, let's get to Minnesota Masonic Charities, one of the leading grant makers in the state, donating millions each year, impacting things like education, cancer research, elder care, children's health, and community service. Plus a huge part of Minnesota history. I don't want Joe to name all 87 counties right now. I can. But maybe after <laughs> the show. Uh, of Minnesota's 87 counties, 23 are named after Masons. Hubert Humphrey, Harold Stassen, William, and Charles Mayer were, all were Masons. And of There's the, no Humphrey County. No, but no, they're just uh, Masons. I, they're see, not, I uh, see. There should be, shouldn't there? Yeah, there should be. Should be, Maybe that's 88. Yeah. Uh, of the 56 signers of the Declaration of Independence, six were Masons. And a lot of the everyday terms, we have like third degree, four square, black ball. They all come from Masonic tradition. So there's a lot of history to learn about. And you can learn more at the Minnesota Masonic History Center in Bloomington, or just go to mnmasoniccharities.org. That's mnmasoniccharities.org. Do you know who else was a Mason? Oh, Perry. Perry Mason. Yeah, it's not a county, but Perry Mason was a Mason,
2: right? John Height in his wow. newsroom. Tough to follow that, Lots but thanks, Joe. There, yeah. <laughs> this news update brought to you by North American Banking Company. A sports note before we get to the news. We all know what sports note is. Joe Maurer is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Maurer making the hall by a margin of four votes yesterday. Yes, sir. What can I do for you in the I've back?
1: been thinking of what would I say about Maurer. Uh, getting into the hall is a big, big deal. About 20,000 people have played baseball, and 1% of them are in the Hall of Fame. The
3: sweetest left-handed swing since Ken Griffey Jr.
1: What I came up with was this. When he was playing, you could have put a sign around his neck that says, this is how you play baseball.
3: That's pretty good. That's what I came up with. I loved Royce's line in his piece. He didn't start at third base. He started behind the plate. Mm -hmm. That is
4: such a great line. Yeah, that was a nice comedy. I don't get it.
3: Well, you know, how he wasn't... he had the advantages of being in an athletic family. So a lot of people a lot of people said that he started well no he didn't. He came up in the most blue-collar St. Paul family known to man. He didn't start at third base. He started behind the plate. What's starting at third base mean?
4: I think you that you like, had uh, an advantage like, or like perhaps um, uh,
0: Jesus.
3: I'm going to drink this bottle of Clorox. God.
0: Are you this way on purpose? Yeah. This is how you
2: play baseball. I like that though. That's good cuz you're right. Yeah. I remember a lot of people, even you know, once or God, twice, somebody on this show complaining about him when he was playing. But we'll just ignore that for the moment. Was not um, me? Oh, uh, right. Maurer was. One, I three. would say this
1: what? about Joe too. He's lucky yeah. he's alive. What do you mean? When he was a little kid, he played baseball uh, in the front yard on Lexington. Yeah. If he Ooh. chased a ball out into traffic, he would have got flattened. Sure, they were yeah. right on that busy street.
2: Uh, Mauer was one of three who made it into the hall of fame yesterday. Adrian Belter and Todd Helton also being voted in. You need 75% of the vote to get into the hall. Mauer ended up with 76.1%. So I
3: I was asked this last evening, is it Mauer, Puckett, and, uh, Carew, the only first ballot twins? I thought Molucher was first ballot. Well, he's technically a brewer. Yeah, but he was first ballot, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. was so, it Winfield first ballot? But he, also, he well, went I'm in sorry. as a padre, but you know what I'm saying. I do know yeah. what you're saying. Because Killebrew didn't go in on the first ballot. He did not. No, nor yeah. did Oliva. Oliva
1: was uh, desperate. That was a late, late choice. Gotcha. How did
2: uh, how did it take Harmon Killebrew? Four tries to get it. That I don't understand. Because
3: guys like Joe wouldn't vote for him right away.
2: (laughs) Me? No, it's Joe's fault, huh? I voted for him. (laughs) I know you did. (laughs) In news, uh, a couple things we've talked about already. Let's just touch on them a bit because all of the city's problems have been taken care of. Uh, Minneapolis City Council supported a call last night for a ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas war and an uh, end to U.S. military aid to Israel. It's a symbolic resolution. No bleep, which was applauded by a coalition of local mm-hmm. groups supporting Palestinian rights passed by 9 to 3 with one abstention during a meeting of council members. A final vote on the resolution is expected tomorrow morning. Hennepin County Attorney Mary Moriarty is charged a Minneapolis state trooper with three criminal counts, including murder mm-hmm. last fatal shooting of motorist Ricky Cobb II after a traffic stop. Murray already announced the decision this morning to charge Trooper Ryan Londrigan with second-degree unintentional murder, first-degree assault, second-degree manslaughter in the July 31st shooting of Cobb. He was pulled over about 2 in the morning for driving without taillights. During the stop, troopers tried to remove Cobb from the vehicle. After learning he had violated a standing domestic order for protection out of Ramsey County, uh, he ended up dragging some officers and he was shot by Lundrigan. She said this morning, Moriarty that is, as with all Minnesota law enforcement officers, state troopers may only use deadly force when it's necessary to protect a person from a specific identified threat of great bodily harm or death that was reasonably likely to occur. That did not exist today, she said. Cobb the second should be alive she followed that with
1: well what Landrigan should have done is just cling to the car until he died
2: mm-hmm. uh not a good option
0: right and she would have turned <laughs> Cobb free anyway
2: hmm. A fire early this morning caused two firefighters to be taken to the hospital as a precaution in Minneapolis. Firefighters called to the 1800 block of South 6th Street shortly before 530. A fire between a home and a business on South 6th started in a makeshift dumpster spread to the exterior of a home. When fire crews got there, the first and second floors of the house were on fire, later spread to the attic and roof. Firefighters worked to extinguish the flames on inside and outside of the building Uh, As crews were inside of the business working to put out the fire, they opened up a wall and a buildup of gas caused a small explosion. That's called a backdraft. Two firefighters injured from the backdraft taken to the hospital for treatment. Last night, parents shared their frustration over a pair of fights that forced St. Louis Park High School to close last week. Parent Mindy McLogan telling the board what has happened during the school year by a few high school students and their parents is unacceptable. Videos posted on social media showed the chaos erupted at the end of the school day last Thursday. District officials say two groups of students got into a fight. Later, they say adults who don't work at the school but were aware of the fight got into a second altercation. The school hasn't confirmed it yet, but numerous reports say the fight was between African-American students and Somali students. School staffers and a juvenile response officer, a new position at the school, intervened to break up that incident. A federal appeals uh, civil rights lawsuit against Hennepin County jail story you talked about, Joe, was filed yesterday for the death of Lucas Bellamy, a man who died in the jail's custody during the summer of 2022. Family of Lucas Bellamy held a news conference yesterday, among them Lucas's father, Louis Bellamy, the founder of the nationally renowned Penumbra Theater. They were joined by attorney Jeff Storms. Footage played during the news conference showed Bellamy crawling on his hands and knees while a Hennepin County jail garden nurse stood over him around 940 in the morning, uh, in the evening, excuse me, July 20th, 2022. He died the next day, and uh, he died of having a, a a peritonitis due to perforation of his small intestine. Princeton Fire Chief Ron Lawrence set to retire in March after members of his department voiced they can't work for him any longer. Lawrence wrote the letter to Princeton Mayor Tom Walker, City Administrator Michelle McPherson, and City Councilors Monday, saying he'll retire March 1st. He served with the Princeton Fire and Rescue Department for 29 years. The end of his career with the PFRD comes after members of his own department leveled accusations that he had lied to the City Council about properly training new recruits, neglecting to repair faulty equipment, and failing to implement a chain of command. His letter notifying city leadership of his retirement made no mention of the allegations against him. The Princeton City Council said to consider Lawrence's retirement during its meeting tomorrow. Uh, Why don't we take a break here and hear from Mr. Reavers.
3: Thank you, Johnny. North American Banking Company, I never forget about you. You are the best banking business out there right now. If you're tired of just being a number to your big national bank, then consider a change. And my friends at North American Banking Company, six locations to serve you. You can visit them at my location, which is in Roseville, but you can also see them at 50th and France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new branch over there in Maple Grove. They get it. They understand that there's no shortage of banking options here in the Twin Cities. So if you're tired of just being a number to your big national bank, then check out my friends at North American Banking Company. They're locally owned and operated. Here's why that's a big deal. That means that loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities. They don't send those out of state. So, this helps business owners solve problems quickly and expand your business with confidence. So, visit their website today, nabankco.com, to learn more. That's nabankco.com to learn more. North American Banking Company is banking done differently. North American Banking Company member FDIC is an equal housing lender.
4: Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Got it.
0: Chris, hi Ken. My laptop with the camera is giving me that warning that it's about to reboot. You get those? once in a while is yeah. it got the counter like the,
3: an hour or whatever
0: it's now telling me 16 minutes can you I keep X putting it, of it off yeah i try but okay. it keeps coming up so in case it just takes over and uh we lose power i'll still be here right okay i just won't be on camera and i'm ready with that seafoam uh, all right you ready boys
4: should i do it here mm-hmm.
0: yes
3: yes please we go I'm rolling.
4: this next song is about kenny olson if he's here jump up and down.
3: this guy wears many hats just not
0: indoors joe Sushure. nobody told me about boredom nobody told me there was a website dedicated to seafoam and its many uses it's called seafoamworks.com an excellent source on the proper use of all seafoam products They've got some really good advice on their website on virtually everything about uh, seafoam. They have actually 29 PDF documents covering absolutely possibly uh, every possibility, so you can actually print them out uh, when it comes to using the various seafoam mir- miracle cures. So let's, let's invent a scenario here. Let's say you've got somebody really pedantic in your life, someone who, I don't know, he might not be able to, to uh, he doesn't know how to pronounce the word crick. One of those type of guys, a guy that needs everything spelled out for him. You can actually print out one of these PDF documents for your Uncle Joe. You can hand it to him, send him out to his carpeted garage to complete the onerous task of adding seafoam to his gas tank. That's how easy seafoam makes it. Learn it all at seafoamworks.com. It covers everything, transtune, deep creep, top engine cleaner, all of them available for purchase almost everywhere Our own local company made good, a global reach, a true miracle in a world of bad gas. That's
2: SeafoamWorks.com. Speaking of pedantic. Hi, John. (laughs) Thanks. In other news, I think, uh, Donald Trump, as expected, won the New Hampshire Republican primary last night. He defeated Nikki Haley by a little more than 11 percentage points. Joe Biden, not listed on the Democratic ballot, easily defeated Dean Phillips as a write-in candidate. Uh, some weird news, uh, exit polls show 19% of Republicans who voted for Donald Trump said they would not vote for him in a general election. If he is the candidate, a larger numbers said they wouldn't vote for him. If he's convicted of any of the 91 felonies he's charged with Haley, for her part said she's not going to leave the race. She said the battle was in her words, far from over, called herself a <laughs> scrappy fighter who's just getting started. Uh, There are a couple smaller primaries coming up, but the next major showdown would be on February 24th in South Carolina. That is, of course, where Haley served as governor from uh, 2011 to 2017. Despite voters' familiarity with Haley, the state's conservative primary electorate is expected to be highly favorable to Trump. Michigan holds its primary three days later on February 27th. Yes, sir.
3: Um, Our president. Mr. Joe Biden? Yes. He has strong words if there is, in fact, a rematch with Donald J. Trump. Are you ready? I am.
5: We'll teach Donald Trump a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the men in America unless you want to get the benefit. What? That's quite a threat.
3: What? Do it again. Well, that was the first version, followed by the – it was the Jim Carrey from Liar Liar, where he does the thing. Here is the other one that I would like to play for you as well. Your president, Mr. Joe Biden.
5: Don't mess with the men in America unless you want to get the benefit. <laughs> oh
2: Don't mess with the women, right? That's what he said. I think, right? he, I because think he it was, he an, abortion. It was <laughs> an abortion an
3: topic, yeah. We'll yeah. teach yeah.
5: Donald Trump a uh, valuable lesson. Don't mess with the man in America unless no. you want to get the benefit. Unless you
1: want to get a...
2: <laughs> unless you
1: want to get what? Unless
2: you want to get the, a better get a. a, you better know, get a? The thing unless is the if we can work unless
5: you want to get the benefit.
1: Unless you want to get, the,
5: get a better friend.
2: If we continue this of course we're going to we're going to have to make this a two-way street if you've been listening Don't to any Trump mess speeches. Like
5: America unless you want to get the benefit. <laughs>
2: We are we are an institute, and a powerful death penalty was my favorite last week, uh, <coughs> which which makes no sense. Who said that Trump. Oh yeah, I don't even it's know. Four winner. At. It's uh, God. It would be
0: fun to turn them loose on each other, wouldn't it? I would. Whenever the love last you debate? debate, it was on Yikes. you. I, you couldn't. I don't. I don't even want a moderator. I just want them to sit down and start yelling at each other <laughs> yeah. with swords. God, it'd be fun
2: <laughs> with swords. The economy expected to be a large factor in the upcoming election. A couple new reports say consumers are feeling better about that area. After an extended period of gloom, Americans feel better about inflation, a trend that could sustain consumer spending, according to the folks who watch this stuff. Measure of consumer sentiment by the university of michigan jumped in the past two months by its most since 1991 a survey by the federal reserve bank of new york found americans inflation expectations have reached their lowest point in about three years economists say consumers appear to be responding to steadily slower inflation higher incomes lower gas prices and a rising record-setting stock market while the economy is expected to be a big issue in the election so is immigration among those, New Hampshire, who named immigration as their top priority, about three quarters support Donald Trump. New Hampshire's primary voters agreed with Trump on the need to limit immigration and build a wall on the US Mexico border.
1: Nowhere, when I see these poll questions about what concerns Americans, do I see the climate
0: ever no. answered. Mm.
1: No. no,
0: no. Joe, what's it going to take? What kind of act, horrific act, is going to have to occur? for Americans on both sides of the political, uh, political aisle to realize we've got a couple of clowns here. We, we, need, to, we need to ship up and get this fixed.
1: The large uh, extraterrestrial vehicle that hovers over <coughs> the United States and some weird-looking cat comes out with a bullhorn and says, you people have got to get your
0: acting <laughs> done." This yeah. is a joke. Yeah. This is disgusting and embarrassing. It's horrible. I'm ashamed of the the, leading, the leadership of this country. Well, there isn't any.
5: Don't mess with the men in America unless you want to get the benefit.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> weird.
1: Now, you got to start finding Trump's gaffes, too. Okay, oh, they're okay. fun. They're just well, really fun. you it's mentioned
0: earlier how he's a sore winner. He's a sore winner. Uh, I would love to hear some audio of that.
1: Well, he was complaining about Haley thought she did well, huh? And it was going on and on and on. You won, Don. Wait, well, so they, now we are going to do whataboutism?
2: And then, yeah. and then okay. he went into the McEnany uh, gal who used to yeah. be his press uh, secretary. That's right. She was on Fox News, and within an hour, He was on the stage making fun of her because of what she said.
0: Okay. And then say what you will about Phillips and uh, the Haley gal, but at least they're not insane like these two. No,
1: they're being human. Which is incapable of solving even the smallest smallest problem. The simplest of problems we can
5: no longer solve. We can't do anything. We are an institute. And a powerful death penalty. We will put this on. <laughs> what?
0: That's agree. as
1: goofy as Joe. Yeah.
0: I love the music. Oh, God.
2: We're, doing- America! We're yeah. in- doomed. America! We're doomed. Officials, uh, there's a couple plane crashes. Officials preparing a mass casualty protocol after a passenger plane crashed along the Alberta boundary in Canada. Authorities have not yet confirmed the number of deaths. However, Chief Coroner of the Northwest Territories, Garth Egenberger, confirmed to CBC a number of passengers had been killed in the crash near Fort Smith Tuesday morning. Sources told local Canadian radio station CKLB Radio at least 10 people perished in the crash at Fort Smith, at least one survivor being treated for severe burns. And uh, also a problem with a Russian military plane that crashed in a town bordering Ukraine this morning. And it appears that a number of prisoners of war, Ukrainian prisoners of war, were killed in that crash. Vyveshlav Gladkov, governor of the Belgorod region, confirmed a transport plane understood to be a 76 military aircraft crashed roughly 40 miles from the capital. Everyone on board died, he said. Earlier, Kremlin State News Agency, RIA, quoted the Russian Defense Ministry as claiming the plane was carrying 65 Ukrainian POWs alongside six crew members and three other people. Ukraine has not confirmed whether POWs were on board the aircraft, but under Yusov, a spokesperson for the Ukrainian Intelligence Services, told a local outlet that a prisoner exchange scheduled for later today will no longer take place. It'll never end, will it? Nope. No, just never
1: end. No. And every day, it looks like today outside over there. Well, what
0: we need to do is send them a couple
2: billion more dollars. Well. F- solve it. <laughs> Another whole show. Anyway, in Pennsylvania, as <laughs> sure. so, so often happens, this guy didn't really think it through. Uh, an Altoona man is facing charges after allegedly staging a burglary to take his father-in-law's life savings. But then he went out and started spending... All the $100 bills splurging, buying himself vehicles, tools, and trips. Now, <laughs> Una, I'm assuming, isn't that big, so they, they kind of noticed right away. 29-year-old Andrew Booker is facing various charges related to a reported burglary at his home in February of 2023. He said someone broke into the house and took various items, including his then father-in-law's safe with his life savings of $2 million in cash. Shut, common, shut up. Wow! According to the criminal complaint, police were suspicious of what they saw at the house, including the house key taken from a pot on the back porch being left on the counter. There was also a second safe that was left untouched that the victim had documents and another one and a half billion dollars inside, but nobody knew about that money. It was noted the man was saving the money for decades. A lot of it was older style $150 bills before they started changing the designs in the 2000s. Through the investigation, police said they witnessed numerous ATVs and vehicles, including a brand-new Harley-Davidson, outside his residence in the coming months. Police noted in the complaint that they were aware that Booker was unemployed and was going through a divorce when the burglary happened.
1: <laughs> wow. And the old boy didn't trust banks, did
2: he, John? Apparently not. He just put the money in the backyard there. Detectives were tipped off by someone familiar with Booker, said he saw piles of money at Booker's residence. Police got a search warrant. Piles. Piles Piles of money. money.
0: We really need a college, maybe even just a community college for
2: criminals.
1: (laughs) We have the Gopcha County Institute for the Criminally Incompetent. Incompetent. They're just so
0: dumb. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, One witness said Booker took him and his family to Hershey Park on his dime and gave them a $500 (laughs) Visa gift card. Candy bar park.
1: Well, one hundred dollar Chocolate Park. Yeah, you know. <laughs>
0: well, isn't the the first thing you do is you get the hell out of the country,
2: right? You disappear. Well, you at least out him. of Pennsylvania, yeah. right? I mean, you can't stay yeah. at home and do all this, yeah. can you? Some you some need island. a
0: whole new identity.
2: Booker has been charged with theft, receiving stolen property, conspiracy, false reports, yeah. tampering with evidence. He's placed in the Blair County prison. His bail set at three hundred and fifty thousand. Piles of money.
0: I'm visioning it like like ashtrays full of cigarette butts, just piles of money everywhere what? in his trailer. <laughs>
2: <Yep>. <laughs> Altoona is a city I just had to look it up because I was curious. I'm about forty-four thousand. So everybody, you know, knows everybody basically. And all of a sudden, I got a lot of hundred dollar bills. I'm spending. <laughs>
0: He's buying rounds down at the <laughs> Legion. <laughs> anyway, anywho,
1: that means John's talk. Oh, John, yeah. <laughs> John, I have to read. I have to read you something. Yes, please. An actual. It's. Uh, it was sent to me. Advertised as an actual Craigslist ad. Uh, I'll have more about that in a moment. It appeared in uh, Craigslist in Savannah, Georgia Okay. Uh, on January 17th, 2017. I was the guy wearing the black Burberry jacket that you demanded that I hand. Oh, oh wait, personal's ad to the guy who tried to mug me in downtown Savannah last uh, Savannah night before last. I was the guy wearing the black Burberry jacket that you demanded that I hand over shortly after you pulled the knife on me and my girlfriend, threatening our lives. You also asked for my girlfriend's purse and earrings. I can only hope that you somehow come across this rather important message. First, I'd like to apologize for your embarrassment. I didn't expect you to actually crap in your pants when I drew my pistol after you took my jacket. The evening was not that cold, and I was wearing the jacket for a reason. My girlfriend was happy that I just returned safely from my second tour as a combat Marine in Afghanistan. She had just bought me that Kimber Custom Model 1911.45 ACP pistol for my birthday, and we had picked up a shoulder holster for it that very evening. Obviously, you agree that it is a very intimidating weapon when pointed at your head, isn't it? I know it probably wasn't fun walking back to wherever you'd come from with crap in your pants. I'm sure it was even worse walking barefooted since I made you leave your shoes, cell phone, and wallet with me. That prevented you from calling or running to your buddies to come and help mug us again. After I called your mother or mama as you had her listed in your cell, I explained the entire episode of what you've done. Then I went and filled up my gas tank as well as those of four other people at the gas station on your credit card. The guy with the big motor home took 153 gallons as was extremely grateful. I gave your shoes to a homeless guy outside Vinny Van Gogh's along with all the cash in your wallet. That made his day. I then threw your wallet into the big pink pimp mobile that was parked at the curb after I broke the windshield and side window and keyed the entire driver's side of the car. Earlier, I managed to get in two threatening phone calls to the DA's office and one to the FBI while mentioning President Trump as my possible target. The FBI guy seemed really intense and we had a nice long chat, I guess, while he traced your number. In a way, perhaps I should have apologized for not killing you, but I feel this type of retribution is a far more appropriate punishment for your threatened crime. I wish you well as you try to sort through some of these rather immediately pressing issues and can only hope that you have the opportunity to reflect upon and perhaps reconsider the career path you've chosen to pursue in life. Remember, next time you might not not be so lucky, have a good day. Thoughtfully yours, Semper Fi, Alex. And it was sent to me by Carl, who says, this is accurate. Well, no, it isn't, uh, Carl. It, but I liked it enough to read it. It's not accurate. It uh, John did some checking. This shows up on the interwebs. Oh, what, starting in 2009, 2009. Yeah. and it, it pops ever up every once in a while. But I loved reading it because we all love to yeah. to think that that could actually have happened. It's like an episode if, of Reacher.
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah. I've seen three different versions with three different presidents as the possible target. So that's how right. you know. <laughs> Bush, you know Obama, what is fun? You can, uh,
0: what is fun is you can actually um, get see security footage on YouTube, Facebook, uh, TikTok, and whatnot of real incidents is like this, like where a store is being robbed and there's a guy fresh from uh, Iraq in there or some stupid loudmouth drunk decides to take on an MMA fighter right. or three drunks take on an MMA fighter and he knocks all three of them out so incidents like this it's kind of like this have happened and they're fun to watch but we all just wish this could be true yeah you know, but yeah it, but it it's so as over as it the works. top i mean keying a pimp's car come yeah, on yeah. nobody
1: does that <laughs> uh we'll take a timeout.
3: You do still have uh, precision. Oh yeah, it's okay. We got time, Joe. I do when we come back. You can. You may. this one.
0: My the redneck activity that I have planned after the show today is so redneck,
3: All redneck that
0: i don't dare bring it up on the council wow i'll tell you guys maybe before the show tomorrow or if you sign off the council but uh, uh joe you're gonna have a field you're go to with a me you're gonna have a field parking lot and whip some donuts uh no i think it's called whipping shitties okay i think that's the official oh, yep. term
4: okay <laughs> Crazy Eights.
5: What
1: what fuel do they want to use uh, to replace gas in Chicago? Electricity.
4: Electricity, electricity.
0: And it can only be electricity generated by solar panels and or wind. We are not run by serious human beings. It's like Reaver said, it's the copy and paste generation that's in charge. The complete idiots. Isn't gas cheap?
1: Isn't it cheaper than electricity?
3: I saw on my way in. That's one of the great ironies, Joe. Did I see 244 at a Sam's Club in Egan? Well, we're talking natural
2: and LP here. We're but talking uh, yeah. oh, gas sorry. Sorry. Heat house and stuff. I paid 242 last week at Costco. Wow. Costco.
0: Give us a call. What did you pay? What, what did you pay for gas? It's always Hastings. <laughs> that's the lowest.
2: Yeah. yeah. Every time we go through there, it's why, really Why normal. is
0: that funny?
3: Every time.
4: Yeah, I'd love to make it time with them. That was perfect. <clears throat> awesome.
3: All right, uh, Joe, are you ready? Yeah, you sure? <laughs> yep. Oh, yep.
0: All right. So not yet, so Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores
1: sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. My new garage door guy is the entire family precision garage door of the Twin Cities in western Wisconsin. Don't charge, don't charge extra for weekend visits. They do it all and they do it the first time they arrive because they got the stuff in the truck. Yeah. They got springs and rollers and nuts and bolts and tools. They don't have to run back to the shop. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. You don't want that. You don't want them to run back to the shop. They're hiring people too. It's a great place to work because they have great Great compensation and great benefits, and the people love working there because this is a competent outfit. Uh, The salary would be based on your experience, and they're an equal opportunity employer. They inform you when they're on the way. I find that useful because there's nothing worse than calling somebody and they'll say, well, we'll be there between nine and three but that doesn't
4: help me. You're saying they bring the call to you. They'll, they'll just tell me when you're going to show up, and Got
1: they it. do that. And then you can go out and shoot the breeze with them and watch what they do, and they'll fix everything, including providing a brand-new garage door, if that's what you're looking for. Uh, put their phone number into your contact, 612-263-6985, or you can find Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities, At PrecisionDoorMN.com. That's PrecisionDoorMN.com.
3: You know, I think we should start doing that. What? Start letting you know. Hey, we're on our way. Hey, we're heading. Here we go. Should we start bugging you with that kind of information? (laughs) Here we
4: go. Coming.
3: (laughs) More proof that we're not led by
1: serious people. Chicago is taking up a plan in its city hall to uh, ban gas. Heat in all new construction, uh, and instead, uh, apparently, these the new construction would be heated with electricity. I always thought gas was cheaper mm. than electricity, and electricity has to be generated by, you know, got it. Uh, Alderman Maria Haddon. The chair of the Environmental Protection Energy Committee said the proposal dubbed the Clean and Affordable Buildings Ordinance. By the way, this is absolutely the very least of Chicago's problems. Hmm. The I know. very least I know. of their problems. Uh, this is the first step in a managed plan process to move away from dirty, expensive gas and embrace a cheaper, cleaner energy future for all Chicagoans. You should have used the word well, icky. B as in B, S as in S, lady. You're a moron. Uh, we're taking baby steps steps to make sure we can have a cleaner, more affordable, and healthier environment," said Haddon, who was one of 15 co-sponsors. But you have people opposing this. Nine alder people launched a preemptive strike against the measure just this two days ago, holding a news cut con- and the mayor's for it because he's useless too, uh, holding a news conference at City Hall alongside representatives of. International Union of Operating Engineers, Local 150. The proposal is designed to make it more affordable for Chicagoans to heat their homes while making indoor air safer to breathe. Uh, Too many Chicagoans are having trouble paying their gas bills. Too many of them are getting shot too. Uh, I would worry about that. The ordinance would set an indoor emission standard that natural gas appliances cannot comply with, requiring all electric heat and appliances to be installed in new construction. The proposal would not require existing homes and businesses to do this. Uh, They want to get rid of fossil fuels because they don't know what they're doing, but they've been told that that's what they're supposed to be
0: doing. Do they provide proof that uh, electricity will, in fact, be cheaper? No. They just say it. Mm -hmm. And if they say it, it must be true. They
1: have a chief sustainability officer. Hmm. Well, that helps. Angela Tovar. Mm -hmm. She called the measure a reasonable first step four times during a city hall news conference on Tuesday and said the new requirements would encourage the creation of good paying jobs for young Chicagoans and those returning to the city from jail and prison. What? New hospitals, research labs, emergency backup power generators and commercial cooking equipment would be exempt from the requirements. All right. State law requires Illinois to transition to 100% clean energy by 2050. Uh, and again, uh, as a state goes, this is the least of their problems. Hmm. The state is horribly in debt. It can't meet its pension requirements or obligations. It's a, it's a really, really failed state uh, from top to bottom. And uh, this is this is what they're doing in Chicago, because the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, the more you have an elected class that is absolutely useless in running the city in the best way for the people who live there and pay for it. Okay, they're useless.
0: Well, thankfully, not everybody is laying down and taking this in Chicago, they are getting some pushback. Yes, they are.
1: And uh, I hope they continue to push back and defeat this utter nonsense. It's just dreadful, but this
0: is what people do. Alderman if, Gilbert Vilgus Yep, uh, is one of the guys pushing back. weren't weren't you uh, asking to be referred to as an alderman?
4: Matthew? rookie wants yes, to be an I alderman was for sure.
0: Yeah, an alderman.
1: Why do you want alderman.
4: to be an alderman? This sounds cooler.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay, you're an alderman. You're counsel, the only alderman
4: in GL. Okay, well, respect to- Uh, The title, please. You're the
3: only alderman in GL. There's a bit of an update in the uh, case. Uh, State Trooper Ryan Londegren's attorneys have now sought to have the charges against him dismissed or have Hennepin County Attorney Mary Moriarty disqualified, saying that she abused the grand jury process. This is according to Elfin News.
0: Yeah, they should go after her with everything. All, all police? Is there a Minnesota Police Union? Everybody should yes, go after is. her. Wasn't this everybody? Wasn't this the case too?
3: Help me here. Where she started to talk about the case with all the facts and on all the police federation and everything. She said,
0: "What are you doing? Yeah, I think this might be. Yeah, yes, it was. How? I, I don't mean to be a simpleton, but how can she even live with herself? I, I don't understand to,
1: that. I would love
0: to know her disturbed Catholic upbringing. What <laughs> caused right. this? No, you're right. What what was she raised in a house of evil? I don't understand this. Well, I don't this. know that
1: she was raised in a house of evil, but she was she heard some things at the kitchen table, that's for sure. Would she have prosecuted a black cop? What if that cop was black? That I'm not trooper. Going there. Mm. I don't know.
4: I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know.
1: I don't know. Come on. Where is that show, Kenny? I haven't seen uh, Roadworthy Rescues in ages.
0: Oh, well, this season is over. Oh, maybe that answers yeah. my question. If you'd log onto a computer, you could watch five years of Vice Grip Girl. I'm not like, watching I'm not TV watching on the watch it on my phone. <laughs> the irony is, you could sit in your easy chair and watch it on your TV. That's the kind of connection you have at home. Oh, you okay. have YouTube on your TV at home. I don't think we do.
2: I yeah, guarantee I need, you, do. you do. Yes. Guarantee. You get it very easily if you don't. You
0: sit there and pause it when you have to go to the bathroom and do one of those 45-minute number twos. Come back, and it's wow. right there at the same spot.
4: How do you know how long his poops are? Uh,
1: only because they come to us <laughs> all the way from Lake Las Vegas, Nevada, and the traveling Lymans. It was on this day. Are you talking about Jan 2-4? In 1848, the citizens of St. Croix County, Wisconsin Territory, protested a plan to incorporate their city into the new state of Wisconsin. St. Croix County.
4: Page two Paul Harvey.
1: St. Croix County became part of Minnesota Territory in 1849. On this day, Chris, January 24th. Suffering uh, on this day in 1881, suffering from dyspepsia, heart disease, and depression, Justice C. Ramsey, younger brother of statesman Alexander Ramsey, committed suicide in St. Paul after winning $10,000 in a lottery. Let me pause right there. That'd be a hell of a lot of money in 1881.
2: I, how much? I was actually it? looked it up. What is it, Three hundred thousand seven hundred thirty dollars. Wow! To.
1: After winning ten grand in a lottery, Justice J U S T U S had arrived to Minnesota from Pennsylvania in 1849. Invested heavily in real estate and served in the territorial legislature. In early August 1862, he was one of a party that attempted to deliver an annuity payment in gold from the U.S. government to the Dakota. The Civil War delayed the gold's arrival from Washington and put the Dakota in a state of deprivation and near starvation, factors leading to the start of the U.S.-Dakota War on August 18. Ramsey and his companions reached Fort Ridgely on August 20, the day before...
3: (laughs) You help our children feel
1: safe. What the hell was that? It scared the crap out of me. It's
3: your computer, sir. Not me. <laughs> it's your computer. This one? Yes. <laughs> it's just, it's on uh, the audio wall. Yeah, That's the only thing I pulled
1: Holy,
2: that scare me.
1: Where was I? <laughs> sure.
2: On the moon cleaning uh, my shorts is what Ramsey I was doing. Ramsey and his companions, I think Ramsey and aware. his
3: companions reached <laughs> Fort Ridgely on Aug 20. What were you saying about not being able to watch TV on your
1: phone? <laughs> the day before it was attacked and remained there during the siege. Unable to disperse the money, the parter, the party later returned with kegs of gold to St. Paul. Huh. <laughs> So he had dyspepsia. What I is that? I don't know what that is. Uh, it's dyspepsia. just like this
4: diet coca.
1: <laughs> and he had heart disease. And he had depression. Other than that. Did they even know what depression was in 1881? Sure. No.
2: He's got the blues. He, du- had, du-
3: du- du- he had the guitar. Du- du- and, Woke up this morning.
2: Du- 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 <laughs> Discomfort <inaudible> 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 in your upper abdomen. Dyspepsia. Ingest- indigestion oh. describes certain symptoms like belly pain and a feeling of fullness. Well, he needed Tums. Yeah. I and mean, he was... Had, uh, yet had invented Tums.
1: No, he
0: was um, allergic to milk.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you, GLers. I uh, I think we've got our work cut out for us trying to save this country and... Every Positive Thursday works. tomorrow, Joe. Yes, it is. It's Thursday already tomorrow.
3: Hey, Pod MN. Doesn't my voice sound better? It does. Garage it does. Logic is now available on the Pod MN app oh, or wherever you get your podcast. The Pod MN app is here to help Minnesotans discover all the great audio entertainment that Minnesota has to offer, including Garage Logic from news and sports. To politics and entertainment, download the Pod MN app in the Apple App Store or via Google Play. John, ja. right, that's a good, John. Ja. Did you bump something on
1: your mouse? I, honest to God, didn't touch a thing. Where is
3: your mouse? Maybe hit it with oh. his. What what did my
1: mouse have to do with it? There's nothing on my computer against Drudge and the audio wall.
3: I wonder if an ad popped up. Don't ask me, but I don't think it came from over here. I I know it did because that's what I pulled down right away, and that's why the sound went away. Put the sound back up, see if it's still playing. It is up. That's why I checked. Huh. I don't know what that was.
1: You know what that was? A ghost in the machine.
3: Might have been.
0: What what band is that?
3: The police. The police.
2: Don't stand
0: name one of their albums. Mm-hmm. A
1: mighty fine little trio they were. They certainly were. Yeah. Oh, John, we agree. My well, God,
2: I,
3: I know. I, I...
2: What about when they yeah. reunited? I'm gonna have to
1: reconsider. Everybody
2: needs
3: money, uh, Chris. No, but I meant, did they make anything when they reunited? Yes, they had a very successful
0: Got tour. It. The second act is what we like to call it. They recorded an album at that. Uh, a studio George Martin had on an island, a Caribbean mm-hmm. island. I don't know. And that studio had to be shut down due to a volcano. Hmm. Have you ever seen that documentary? No, Saint Martin. Not. No. It's really good. A great documentary. iron Straits I St. recorded down there. You
1: know,
0: a lot of a ba- lot of bands recorded you down there.
2: A lot of bands. Air AIR studios. Well, let's get it's, going. So Rook is
1: going uh, go to uh, yeah. Mont-
2: Mont- go Mont- to school here. Yeah, monster yeah. We're
4: going to have to stop our podcast earlier. We got to do this tomorrow.
1: Well, no, no. You're going to either have to get serious about learning how to do it, or we got to find somebody else. Why
0: are we? Um, I, I can I campaign on Rook's behalf? Yeah, Matthew, may I? Yeah. Matthew's got a full-time job. Well, the, I mean it's the, by the grace of his current employer that he even gets to show up at all. No, that's,
1: that's wonderful, Rook. And we're all rooting for you, but you got to fish or cut bait. Hey, what do you want to do? Well,
4: tomorrow we'll we'll do it earlier. We'll do the start. And then <sighs> but if we can stop the show five minutes earlier, that's gonna that's gonna increase.
0: Matthew, don't be afraid to say no. I think you're. Well, I don't to
3: out. Well, if he says no, then we're not on the air that's because the, Ross is also
0: unavailable. That's the problem: is
3: we don't. Our options are limited that week that I'm going to be. Well,
0: working. whose fault is that?
3: I mean, well, he's got a really full time job. Fault.
4: Well, yeah, it's not. It's nobody's fault. I don't think they're picking on me, but no, they're not.
0: not. But they're relying on you when they shouldn't.
4: Well, but I also get paid extra for it, so it's, I don't. If I help, I get paid, so I don't mind doing it, but I just have to I have to keep in mind uh, the airport. I get it. Yeah. But somehow, so I, I don't So know. let's do it. Let's start to stop training tomorrow, and then...
1: Well, why weren't we going to start it today? Because the show went too long?
4: I don't know.
3: Um it's let's not start a long with show today. Po- let's start. With, well, we're at one thirty-eight. Let's start post-production tomorrow because I got to record Josh before the show, and I got to do Schoonover before the
0: show. Because Thursday is a gong okay. show. That's before, fine. Pre- pre-game. That's fine. But then, we're and just- to make Matthew's life easy on that week that he's here, we'll just do Mike live, okay. so he doesn't have to deal with both Josh and uh, me and
4: Mike. Okay. Word. All right. Party on them. I'm ready, Uh, Joe. uh,
1: Today, Rep. Angie Craig... Yep. ...urges federal government... Yep. ...to defund... Yep. ...pro-life centers...
3: Okay, why did defund come up squiggly? It shouldn't. Just one word.
4: A lot of people like to defund it.
1: Okay. Uh inmate dies in Hennepin County pleading for help. Yep. From two attendants. Yep. Who do nothing.
4: All right, Roz.
3: See so you, Rick. Right. Yep. See so you, Rick. Right. Okay. I do believe that that's what happened. I believe that those these. that's the reaction I had. is like, they think he's faking it.
1: Uh, Minneapolis City Council. Yep. Proving how useless it is. Yep.
2: Yeah, doing all right right now
1: to actually running the city of Minneapolis Yep. Pass resolution Yep. To demand Israeli ceasefire. And and how come you talk like this when you're so he can type it.
3: <laughs> okay. I'm at Israeli ceasefire.
1: Uh, and and all military <laughs> aid to Israel.
0: Period. I, I just sent you three. Um, I forwarded a press release from the Department of Public Safety regarding the uh, prosecution. Johnny Height. yep, of the trooper.
1: Me? Are you talking to Kenny?
0: Yeah, the three of you. Uh, I just forwarded you a, a press release. Hey, say goodbye to um, the council. Oh, bye,
2: council. Bye, council. <clears throat> Give me a moment.